My dog ate my glasses. What? <laughs> my dog ate my glasses. That's I unfortunate. The yard chewed up. Well, maybe that's where mine are. What? Did your dog eat my glasses? Because I can't find them anywhere. Are you serious? Because my sister in law is missing hers from my house, too. <laughs> my dog's eating glasses, y'all. <laughs> Tim, thank you for being oh, here. Oh, happy to be here. This so is so excited. cool. This is so cool, right? What is Bridgerton? So good. <laughs> what is Bridgerton? Okay, it I is. I love that you don't know what that is because I wouldn't expect you to, actually. <laughs> so, you know, we're prepping for several events coming up soon, and I was looking at fancy dresses online to prepare for one of them. And then it pulled up all of the like Oscar dresses and Golden Globe dresses all from this year. And I was like, oh. and then I realized I've never talked to you about any of the Oscar drama. We never talked about Will oh. Smith. Like, the slap heard around the world. Chris Rock. Yeah, it kind of overshadowed Wait, the entire award show. How did we not talk about this? I know, it's insane. Um, gosh, I didn't believe it. I mean, nobody believed it at first, right? I mean, I think there were people I in think the audience we all laughing. It was scripted, maybe? Yeah, like it was going to be some sort of a message or some sort of a... Yeah. But then when he didn't react, like... When Chris... Okay, what gave it away for me was when Chris Rock looked over to the curtain. Like, he, like what do I do? When when Will walked away and Chris looked over to the side of the stage, he was sort of looking like, you know, do we cut? Can they go to commercial? Like, I think he was looking for, like, some tip on what to do next. How and do you handle that? That's to me Live on television. I know. And luckily, you know, I think these comics are really good at handling stuff. I, You know, I went to see David Spade here at the Ryman... And uh, somebody passed out in the audience. And he, I mean, at a comedy show, that's hard to recover from. And he did it so smoothly. I was so impressed that, I, and then I was thinking, obviously, like if people are drinking at those, at, at the comedy shows or heckling them or someone gets kicked out or in a fight, they have to know how to move on and make it funny. And I think Chris did a good job of that with the awkwardness of it. But the question is whether or not, you know, now the fight, of course, is whether or not um, Will was right to defend his woman. I think, or, or and his family. I think for sure, defend your family. But, but violence. Violence is never the answer yeah. and never necessary. Like, I feel like, take offense. By all means, defend your wife. But I like, just feel like something bigger. Go There's, have that conversation backstage. It's not like you don't have access no, to them. I, so it makes me think two things. Something bigger is going on in Will Smith and Jada's life that we don't know about. I feel like we watched maybe a, a portion of a mental breakdown in process. Yes, like the like the like the the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, and I, I had heard I hadn't watched the beginning of the Oscars, but I heard that they had poked fun at their relationship. Yes, at the beginning they as did. well. And then I don't think Chris Rock knew maybe that Jada, Jada had alopecia. alopecia. Well, and I I just I just feel like there's I feel like. Will Smith, that was a that was a bubbling up of something bigger happening under the surface, mm -hmm. like it was just brewing. And I, because to go all the way across the stage and make the decision, I don't. Maybe he didn't know what he was going to do until he got there. I don't know. But I also feel like there must be a relationship between Will and Chris. Like Chris maybe probably already them a lot. There might have been some bad blood already. Yes, we don't I'm know. The sure, whole story. over years, maybe you know them running into but each I, other. You're in movies like this is, and that's and I feel like that's why I. I, I I mean I feel like my only expertise is in saying that it didn't look staged to me. It didn't did not look to like. Me, an, I, I don't think anyone now thinks that that was a staged moment. It was intense. Yeah. Our guest today, another friend of mine, another super famous. So, I, how do you? I mean, how do you have all these? It's just a friends? long, long time being around parties and people and connections and stuff. And like we're running through all my friends really quick. I'm gonna have to make some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I gonna do? So today is our friend Tim Mahoney from the band 311. Yes. And all those kids at home, you better go Google 311, Spotify 311 because so if you don't good. know who they are, 
you're missing out, man. I mean, they've got hundreds of songs. They've got, well, here, let me tell you. Let me tell you who they are. Let me tell you about Tim. So there are some people that are part of your life and you may not even realize it. Our guest today has probably been driving down the road with you, whether you knew it or not. This guitar player is a definite come original with his all mixed up style and amber personality. Tim is always down to hang. By the way, those are all his song titles. Oh, you're so punny. Right? I had to pull them all out there. So when a few high school buddies in Nebraska decided to take over the radio waves with their reggae groovy style, they made that magic happen for 32 years now. 32 years this band's been together. They have kept the, most of the original members. Oh, no, they have kept the original members. Tim's yeah. the only one that kind of came in a, like a year later. But by the time they put their album out, he was there. Um, and they even have a day named, named after him. In 2020, they planned a 30-year anniversary tour all across all 50 states. They were going to begin on 311 because they have their 311 day in Vegas. It quickly ended when the whole world shut down for a pandemic you may have heard about. Oh, really? Two, yeah. Two years later, they're back on the road, and we are so lucky that they are passing through Nashville so we can connect with the guitar player of this epic band and my friend Tim Mahoney. 311 has released 13 studio albums, two live albums, four compilation albums, four EPs, and four DVDs. Two, <laughs> in 2019, they released their latest album, Voyager, and a partridge in a pear tree. I mean, they have, they're, they, if you don't know who they are, that is your, that's on you. You need to figure out who these guys are because their music is fun fabulous it's like it's vibey if you're in la or you're in california and you turn on the radio you're either going to hear red hot chili peppers 311 or sublime like that's what they play and 311 is like that reggae groovy cool but then they do have some harder stuff they go a little harder sometimes they're influenced by so many different all um, i remember like about the time period when they were really popular it was like the late 90s I remember in middle school, the Jinko jeans and the 311 t-shirts. Yes. Like the super oversized 311 t-shirt. Yes. I actually saw recently, if you, uh, there's a 311 like meme thing about um, a person who, even though 311 was a while ago, peeps, this house is still decorated for 311 day. Like they have Uber fans as they should, because I mean, they are musicians of, like Tim is one of these like always practicing, always improving musicians. They all have practiced. They played together for years, which just leads me to believe that they're you know they just gel well. Two years, yeah, that's a long time to be that's with. Not just the like same business partners. That's like true friendship. And it's that's not like there was one. And it's not like there was one guy that they had to like you know. Oh, he's kind of rubbing us the wrong way. Let's get rid of him and bring in a new yeah, guy. Like they, they actually get along. They must. I'm assuming. Um, I don't really know the other guys, but I did. Funny story. I was pregnant with my first son, Mason. And Tim and I have a friend in common we'll talk about later. Um, and uh, his name is Angelo. And Angelo wanted me to go to a 311 concert when they came through L.A. And I mean, I was like minutes from popping. I was huge. And we, I think we went out front. I wanted to be out front for the better sound mm-hmm. and not to like bother the guys backstage because they're not, they're not my friends. They're my friend's friend. And so I think we went out front and then someone elbowed me. And Angela was like, that's it. We're going backstage. So he took me, Mark, and my baby belly backstage. And they decided to sit me on the bass amp on the side of the stage. And I watched from there. Um, And then later on, I Googled, like, what do you do at a rock concert if you're pregnant? Because I was thinking, like, I don't really know the best place to stand for the health of the baby. And it said, just stay away from the bass. (laughs) And here I was sitting on the bass speaker. However, my son, my oldest, is the most musical in our family. And he's brilliant. So I think no harm done. He's he's a drummer now. He plays the piano. He's playing the piano in one of our friend's weddings. So he's he's musical. And I wonder if it's from that one experience at a 311 show sitting on a bass speaker. But let's find out. Let's bring in Tim and find out more about 311. All right. Come on, Tim.
So, Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay. What do you, you like put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Oh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, all the Woo-woo. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's and, amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. Tim, thank you for being here. Oh, happy to be here. This is so cool. (laughs) This is so cool, right? The one and only Tim Mahoney. Oh, the one and only. So um, you're in town for a tour. You're doing a big... So is this... So you guys had a 30th anniversary, right? So 311 had the 30... Is it 30th? It was our 30th. It's now our 32nd. 2020, right? Yeah. So you started your tour. Here, you tell it. How, How did it start in 2020? Well, it... We did our 311 day show, which we do every other year, but it would have been 2020, March 11th, right? At the beginning of COVID, right? Right before everything right shut before down. Right before everything shut down. Um, so we did that, but we had, and so that was the only show we did um, all 2020. Just one? We There's did three in Vegas. Three in so Vegas. three nights in Vegas. And I started to tell you, um, well, we... Did all three shows, um, but during during the first one, they were in the process of shutting Vegas down. So then it was day to day. And so after the first show, they're like, okay, well, the mayor, the governor, I'm not sure who's in charge, governor but they're Lee like, you could, said you can do the next one. So then we played the second one. And it was all three shows are sold out. A lot of people travel from all over the country, right? And um, so we're like, man, we got to play these shows. And then after the the second night, they're like, okay, they're going to let you do the third one. And then after the third one, it was like everything was shut down. The third day, all the clubs and those casinos were shut down. The Did you guys still have a full audience? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So, Well, you'd imagine we the 311 fans want to see 311 on 311. So they're going to make that trip to Vegas. Like, right? That's got to yes. be like the ideal for the mega fan. It, it is. It's like our convention. You know, we have like from people from uh, and even people from outside the country come. But it leading up to then there was, you know, I don't know how many people we missed out because they were concerned about what Mm -hmm. was going on. Um, Some family members didn't come. My wife and kids, they all came. But some of the other people who were going to travel in didn't come. But 
Um, so that was good. And you had your, your third child was born that year. Yeah, he, he was, he was born in 2019 at the end of 2019. Oh, so brand so new. So it makes sense brand not to travel. New little buddy. Well, they came. Oh, they did come. He did. Yeah, oh, okay, they okay. came. So, so he's they're troopers. Almost got pandemic, yeah. baby. gorgeous wife, yeah. Shara, I'm and sure. three adorable, adorable kids. She's been sending me really? pictures of them. And oh, oh my yeah, God, are yeah, your kids I, cute? I, you know, I'm so bad. I meant to show you guys pictures last night. and I Oh, the family? Well, we can do it now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> but his kids are adorable. I, I mean, believe it. Yeah. cutest of the cute. And cute kids. Yeah. But they, uh, yeah, they're keeping mom busy. Yeah. You know, it's like I talk to her for maybe five minutes at a time and you can just hear the mayhem. And she I don't was know a mother who's not there. busy. But she was a chef. Oh. And who's now mom of three. And I was saying like, she has three also, but she's got twins that are the youngest. So that's like a whole nother level. I can't even they're understand. They're magical though. But three, we were talking last night about three is a game changer. <laughs> no, they really, yeah. the, now, she actually likes twins her kids. is a, is a, <laughs> wow. But as they've gotten older, I wish everybody had a twin. Like yeah. they best always friends. have, yeah, best friends always have a playmate. They're never lonely. Uh, I mean, and they're opposite personalities in so many ways. So they always have something to talk about. They're never. They'll always have each other. Are they, they the same are two boys, two girls? Two or? girls, identical. Nice. Nice. They are, I mean, identical. I can't tell them apart. Like I wait for her to call <laughs> one of their names and then I go, oh, okay, that one. And I try to remember what they're wearing. And I'm like, okay, that one's Georgia. That one's, okay, got it. They make it yeah. easy now because- they very rarely match. They have their own taste and style. They're coming into their own personalities. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you've got wow. yours are two, two, five, and eight. So we have an eight-year-old Tim Jr. and Sunshine. She's five, and Sunshine, then a little boy, the Shiloh. Yeah, oh, it's funny. They, we have a Shiloh, Sunshine, and then Tim Jr. So <laughs> it's like, what, what? what do you call him? Do you call? Do you have any nicknames, or is it Tim Jr.? Um, I'll call him Junior. Yeah, and um. TJ, T man, TJ. Oh, yeah. our Tucker. We call him T Biscuit. So you can feel that nice. one if you want. Nice. T Biscuit's a fun. That, Tucker was my dad's name. Uh, mm-hmm. His name's Thomas, but they all called him Tucker. Oh, that's his yeah. Name. It's, it's an his interesting real name, name. Tucker. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. It was weird. It was like one of these names that Mark and I could agree on. It was like the only one that we kind of were like, yes, that. When we heard it, we were like, that is his name. But then. When he was born, I had a little bit of name remorse afterwards of like, <laughs> like all I'd ever heard was, oh, I, I heard everyone go, oh, I had a dog named Tucker. Oh, my neighbor has a dog named Tucker. And I was like, did I just name my kid after a, a dog? dog? But then I met some other Tuckers and now I'm like, okay, good. It's a, I, I like it now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I just like, you know, for a minute there, you're like, wait, did I choose badly? I kind of thought that about Tim Jr. too. I was like, yeah. are we taking the easy way out? And Shara was all cool with it. She's like, no, it's the right I name. I love a Junior. Yeah. I, feel, I love that tradition of passing on names. All my too. kids have some form of family name, whether it's their first names or their middle names, something that connects them back. And I just think that's really special. Yeah, yeah we're, we're the same way. We got Timothy Jerome. Jerome is my grandfather's name. Okay. And then Shiloh Thomas. Thomas is my father's name. Okay. So we yeah, we do that with the middle names. Family. Thing. Keep it in the family. Yeah. yeah. Pass yeah. It it's kind of nice good. to have yeah. that like little... I like it. I like the history. Well, we visualize weird words and... Names to me always look like chain links. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is that a weird thing? No, oh, I, I don't that. know. Yeah. But so I, I feel like that's like the link that like keeps yeah. them. I like that. Well, Tim and I know each other through a mutual friend. Do you want to talk about Angelo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we met. I was, uh, there's an actor, Angelo Spaziri, who um, was uh, working with a guy I started dating on a movie, Groove. Wasn't it Groove? Groove, yes. They've done this great groovy movie, literally. Um, called Groove. It was about. It was about. Do you remember? It was about a nightclub, mm-hmm. and 
the the poster's really clear in my head. There's a kid sitting on the subway with a huge disco ball in his in his lap. Yes. And um and this movie went to Sundance and did all this. And so Angelo and I were kind of hanging out together and stuff. And I was leaving all the time and I was a homeowner and I had dogs and I was like, you know, I need someone to watch my dogs. I had to go to I think I had to go to like Italy to shoot a movie or something and I needed someone to stay at the house and I trusted him and I was like, will you stay at the house while I'm gone? And he stayed at the house and then when I moved back in, I was like, well, I don't want to stay here alone. Can you can you just stay? And so we ended up being roommates for four years. I met my husband and he moved in too and then it was just like, you know, three's company, except reverse, two guys. And um, and then when Mark and I got married, we we bought a house and we moved out. But um, and we, we kind of, we kicked Angelo out. <laughs> that morning he had to move in on his own. But you were like, his best friend. Yeah. Like his absolute best friend as far as I well, knew. And we were probably both his best friend. And Danny Carey as well. Danny. The drummer from Tool. They yeah. were all three buds. And so he had a thing for drummers. Oh, well, yeah, he's well, guitar. I, guitar. Oh, musicians. Okay. Now musicians. I do musicians drum on one song. Like we were talking earlier. One song I do drum. So you are a drummer. I do spin. Yeah. Yes and no. I'm going to claim it for you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a part-time, part-time drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I can twirl the stick. I do that. So, Angelo, that's how, so that's how we met. We met because of Angelo, and um, and especially because, really, really sadly, both of us kind of were very affected by Angelo taking his own life, and that's when we actually really became friends because we would talk a lot about um, about our friend and the stories and sharing stories, good and bad, and um, you know, dream. I like I had a dream. I don't even think I told you this. I had a dream where he was walking me through a party. I was like looking for Mark, my husband. I was like looking frantically for Mark at this party. And all of a sudden I turn the corner and Angelo's standing there. He's leaning against a wall. This is the last, I had a lot of dreams about him, but this is the last one I had about him. And he's leaning against a wall and I kind of turn the corner. He won't talk to me, but he looks at me like right in the eyes and he like takes my hand and he leads me through the party and I'm frantic. Like I got to find Mark. I got to find Mark. Like something had happened and I have to find Mark. And he takes my hand and he leads me to Mark and he puts my hand in his. And then he's like, he kind of like, it's kind of like a send off, like bye. And that was like the last time I had a dream about him. And I woke up that morning and realized it was the day of his birthday. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, wow. this is weird. So yeah. I feel like that was like. Right. He's his, not far away. Yeah. That, but that was sort of his like, I'm okay. I don't know. But he like he 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 took his life and it was a very, very unfortunate, very sad, very emotional. I was pregnant with my second child and it was I was actually Googling like, how do you grieve when you're pregnant and yes. stuff? So I want to make sure we put up like a suicide hotline at the end of this one because yeah. it's important for people I, that are struggling. I mean, I, I didn't really put that together till after dinner last night when I was when I was back in my room and I was like, wow, you after going through being around with my wife when she's been pregnant three times, I can't imagine that stress or strain of going through your friend committed suicide while you're pregnant. Like, yeah. I, you know, like that's gotta be, it was a lot. And, yeah. um, I mean, and you, I think well, I, a little I, easier on me, but, but I, no, I think you had it worse because you had the situation in your head. And, but like, um, I think that, uh, it was, it's just something I've learned so much from and I've, uh, grown so much from him and like, you know, and just always checking on your friends to make sure they're okay. And especially right now after the pandemic and everything's super important to yeah. keep in touch and, Check in on people and um and always get in that extra I love you that extra hug like we were talking last night about absolutely I, last time I saw him my son was sitting in a high chair and he had uh he had full sleeves did he have full sleeves he was working he on did. full sleeves yeah yeah it went came up quick and uh, yeah the, he did it quick <laughs> he wanted to stop acting so he was like he was in a movie called The Rookie that was a movie he was pretty oh, well yeah, known for with Dennis Quaid he became buddies with Dennis Quaid and they did this movie in Austin he fell in love with Austin and um 
I remember our son like touching his arm, just like wanting to play with the tattoos on his arm. It's, that's like my last memory of him because that's like the last time we had lunch together. So, but we have this buddy in common, and that's where where we connected. And then of course Shara too, your wife. Yeah. I'm friends with her, and um, and yeah, it's just I, I'm just I'm so excited too because we're going to the concert tonight. So I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited to like have you here and see your uh. concert tonight. And so what's this drum? So you're gonna do a drum. Everybody yeah, we started to tell you we we do um, our uh, we have a song where our drummer takes a drum solo every night, and um, we started talking a little bit about drum corps, which um, you know I never knew that much about till I became friends with Chad. I've known him for a long time now, but um, he grew up doing drum corps, and <clears throat> so in the middle of his drum solo, he wrote out a basically a, a drum corps piece for everyone in the band. So I have everyone has a drum and their cymbals and go up there and it's a it's a piece like they a like drum wheel them out. Piece. They like yeah, wheel yeah. the drums out for the yeah, special. They do, yeah. So we'll know when it's coming. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They wheel them out and uh, it's a, it's so funny. But um, so we, you know we've been doing that for geez twenty years something yeah. like that. And he'll he'll change it every so often. But um, but yeah, it's kind of one of the highlights of the show. When you walked in here, I asked you um, if you had the set list for tonight, but you said you don't. So that's not something you guys do. Like, I don't know anything. Yeah, no, we we do it after sound check every day. Okay. So Figure we, out what songs you want to play. Yeah. So we typically, the first song will be different every night. And we have a, a handful of uh, radio singles mm-hmm. that, that we do every night. That everybody okay. wants to hear. That everybody yeah. would know familiar songs. And then we mix up um, the remainder of the songs. So we have... You know, we just did 311 Day a month ago, and we did like 88 songs. And that's oh, wow. in, we just did two days this time. Was it Vegas um, again? Vegas, yeah. Is it always going to be? Is that like kind of it, where it people works can expect? good? Yeah, you know, it's easy for people to fly in there. Um, the room there that we do it in is like a super high tech. Um, it's called the Park MGM, um, and the room has got like this enormous video high def video wall in there. And so it caters really nicely to big production. The sound's great. It's really, all the seats are good. And, um, but we just, you know, we prepared 88 songs and then 88 songs. Just to give you, yeah, it's how many lot. songs do you guys so, have? Man, that no, that's, is, you you know, it's, memorize. have twice that many, <laughs> you know? And so we even, um, you know, so we just try and, remember all the songs right. you know trying to be not to forget any and so there'll be you know there'll be some songs on there we didn't even play it 311 day tonight but um typically just try and make it a, a good flow of s- mellow and hard rock and are there some that, that always go together like are there always so- there's songs you always blend not really no, no i mean so, you know we used to do that more often um, but now it's just kind of a I more got too many songs. energetically <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, there's always, um, a little bit of homework before each show. So we'll make the list and be like, oh my, because the worst is it? like to get into a song and you start playing and you're like, what is this next part? And, um, but over time, you know, I'm pretty good at getting back on it. If, I, if I miss memory. it, it is, it's so weird. Like, uh, cause I play guitar, so I'll mentally maybe not have it. And then uh, I'll just be like, oh, okay. And then physically my hand will just go you where just it needs it. to go. And it's like, oh, thank What's you. What's your so jealous of thank musical you, ability? I know. I'm like, someday brain. I'm going to learn. 
it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not in Because I'm like, I'll learn the harp. No, I'll learn the bass. No, wait, I'll learn. Finally, I decided during COVID to learn the piano. Yeah. And I loved it, but it was like such a brain exercise. And like learning music theory at the same time. And it was yeah. I, it was a lot. And I could do it during COVID. I haven't been able to do it since. I'm like, I don't have the time or the like bandwidth to sit down and do this right now. Yeah, you have to have the... And being moms is not that much time for well, it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, They're gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. To just be able to have the space and calmness to just take your time with yeah, it. Yeah, I get it's frustrated too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, can't tell what that says. What note is that on the left hand? And where is that? And how am I supposed to put my fingers? Is it supposed to be my pinky or my, ah, you know, and I'm, I get frustrated. So do you have like a favorite? I'm sure all of you have different favorites that you like fight for to play. Uh, yes and no. Um, you know, it's always hard to choose favorite songs. Um, like choosing your favorite child. It, it is. That's, That's what, what people ask me to pick my favorite time. show. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. And, um, so we try and really think more about, um, the people listening and how they're going to like it and stuff. And so, Oh, do you, you like know. target it per like maybe Chicago likes one thing, but like your hometown of Nebraska like likes something else or sometimes what we'll do, uh, we haven't been to Nashville in a while. So, but had we been here last year, we would pull up the set list and look at it and be like, okay, what did we play last time we were here? Let's do, make sure we do something different. Oh, interesting. Um, and then, you know, we we played down in the Keys Oh, yeah. uh, Florida Keys uh, about a couple weeks ago. And so then maybe you catered that a little bit more reggae. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, more with we, the people on the, in the, in the warm temperatures are loving. Yes, They're in a tropical kind of mood. Yeah. yeah. I get that. That's you cool. Know, we played with the Deftones a couple of years back and there, everyone in our so band fun. loves the Deftones, but that you kind of gear, it's more of a metal fest. Mm. So we'll give them a reggae song there, but mostly kind of, rock mm -hmm. well you were saying you had a really fun time at this <laughs> festival recently um, yes with incubus and green day that sounds awesome we have a lot of was history that, in florida? Where was that, that was in florida and tampa okay and um yeah it's right outside the joe brady or joe, joe. <laughs> is it tom <laughs> tom brady <laughs> joe, joe brady is someone i went to high school with so you don't think i'm <laughs> I not out of it. Yeah, oh my god <laughs> but you tell tom i said speaking that. of high school so you went to high school with some of these guys, right? Yeah. And Three of us went to high school together. Who was it? And uh, Nick and Chad, so our drummer okay. and one of our singers. And we all graduated together. And then the other two guys, they're from south side of Omaha. Oh, okay. Which is, it's different over there. <laughs> oh, is it? A little bit. But uh, no, it's great there too. But um, so we met them after high school. Okay. So we started and, But it's all, it's the same guys from like, yeah. basically creation, same right? Same guys, like, yeah. So that's incredible. Yeah. It, well, yeah. That shows a, a, like a friendship and a respect and, and like that yeah. is, then it's, it sounds to me, I don't want to like speak for anyone, but that nobody's like a diva. There's no like. Varying I mean, degrees. Yeah. Varying degrees. <laughs> but, 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 but doable. doable. Well, yes, yeah. That's right. Like, right. That's right. We, we can all get along. And, um, you know, we've. And it's been that way for our whole career. So we're, we're lucky. And like, I personally enjoy, everyone writes music. So, um, you know, I'm, what I'm playing is a lot of times something someone else wrote and I enjoy their songwriting yeah, and stuff. And so hopefully go. everyone's like that. That's nice. You know, but you guys but, have that respect for each other and, yeah. and creative, like everyone's like creatively involved. Yeah. So I have one right. more question before we move on to what you binge. Uh -huh, um, yeah. I just want to know because of your cover of Love Song, who was the Cure fan that decided that's the song to? That was Adam Sandler, 
oh, made that decision. Yes. Oh, because it was for the movie. Yeah, Fifty First Dates. Oh, so um, okay. that was his suggestion. Okay, so and he so, came to you guys specifically for that song. I think yes. Nick um, worked on other songs on that soundtrack, and then our friend, who is our mutual friend with Adam Sandler, and so somewhere along the line, he suggested that or asked, you know, what yeah. do you think about this? And then that's where that came. Because I love that song from yeah. The Cure. I can't yeah, between you guys, song. Adele and Cure. I can't decide like which verse. I'd love oh. to mix it up and listen to all of them. But man, I'm I'm out of touch. But Adele does it. Adele did one. Oh man, she did I didn't it. know she yeah. did. One. She did like that with that voice and the, you know like, yeah. and very different from the one you guys did. Very different from The Cure. Like I love that it can be three different sounds, but the same. And I just love those lyrics. But yeah, me too. And The, the Cure, they're just one of uh, our all time favorites, probably in our band since high school. Oh really? Yeah, you know, um, we used to be in a cover band in high school and we did some Cure songs. Not that song, but um, other Cure songs. Well, that's one other question. Who were like your influences in music? Like, What made you get into it? Oh, man. It's such a wide variety. When we started talking about Dolly Parton sitting down. Because of our mugs, Dolly for president. She is probably, everyone in our band loves her. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting influence. Everybody in the world loves Dolly. I mean, yeah. She's I didn't learn about her till great. I moved down here, though. Is that, oh, yeah. I mean, I knew like nine to five because I knew her more as an actress, as Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Nine but, to five is you know, great. Yeah, but growing up in New York, it was all Billy Joel with a lot of Bruce Springsteen, Beastie Boys. It wasn't like, and I was into like the Nine Inch Nails and stuff like that. So I wasn't really into country. And then I moved down here and I started to learn about her. And now I'm I feel like she oh. transcends country. Oh my, she's she everything. transcends everything. Yeah, she's everything. like the female Elvis. You mm-hmm. know, like really just. Um, Especially for Tennessee. Oh my gosh. And do, I mean, what she's done for music, but then all the other stuff she does in life. You should, too. now that you have little ones, I missed the boat on this. I didn't know about it. What's her library? Imagination library. She has oh. this imagination library. They send you free books oh, for little kids. They have to be oh. under five, though, right? So your little one can oh, get I, free books she'll from her. She'll send them a book a month um, until they turn five, until they start kindergarten. Isn't that a cool thing? Wow. And it's yeah, free. She's... You just sign up on the website and it comes in the mail. Just to help kids be readers. Yeah, I, I, no I, I wish I had known about that. By the time I found out about it, my kids were like, the youngest was like seven. So I missed the boat. Yeah, you know? I'd missed. Well, I haven't fully missed the boat. You haven't. You're still you're still right in there. You can still at least enjoy a little bit. Of He's it. in a couple of years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to ask you, what are you into? What are your. You know, I, I made a few notes. I don't know if I'll have to look at my notes or okay. not. But um, <laughs> uh, I was just trying to think of recently what I've been watching. I, I've just finished The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, oh, that like is that so one. good. Like the second one. season? Yes. Oh yep. Yep. Gosh. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Have you seen it? I've seen parts of. I've seen like the first two episodes, but I haven't quite gotten through. It's been like saved on my iPad for the next time I travel. The second so season far exceeds the really? first. It is so funny. Do you agree? It's great. Yeah. No, I, I do, and I, I'm a big Danny McBride fan. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, Adam Levine. Oh yeah. Who is from Omaha, where I grew up. Oh really? Did you yeah. know him? I did not. I'm He's quite a bit a, younger. Yeah, quite a bit <laughs> younger. <laughs> I mean, quite, quite a bit younger. Um, but yeah, I always, he's funny to me. And, uh, you know, that made me think of Workaholics. I don't know yes. if you guys watched that at all, but I've seen all Hilarious. those episodes. Um, well, we talked I, a little bit about How I Met Your Mom. How I Met Your Mother, Mother is rather. like, that is my every night, like going to bed, watching that show. Um, I almost, because we went to dinner last night and we talked about it, I almost rewatched the last episode. Did you watch the last episode? I did not. And I... I he hasn't seen the last episode. I've, I've watched all... I've seen I every understand. episode of that show. But I didn't want it to, to end. end. Yeah. Yes. And so when it was there, I was like... Uh, and this is years ago when it was on the 
TiVo yeah. or whatever. And uh, I was like, oh, I just I can't bring myself to watch it. I yeah. was like that with um, Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which sounds ridiculous, but I watched oh. it growing up with my whole life. I loved it. And when I was pregnant with my first, my husband and I started and rewatched it again. And I couldn't remember the ending. And I actually don't know if I have ever watched the last episode. Yeah, I well, think I have. I can't. You were saying I, maybe I want it's you to, for but the best. I don't. I know. No, yeah, don't. Mark and I didn't. Li- it ruins it. I did not love the last episode. It's it 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 takes the whole thing and turns it on its head, which, you know, it, then it takes away the. I mean, it doesn't take away the charm of the show. It's not going to ruin the show, but it's not its best episode. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it makes it really hard to enjoy the reruns too. Like if you like watching yeah, it yeah. mindlessly. Yeah, it'll just bring it up in your head like, oh, I don't like this payoff. <laughs> so have you watched this? The, the There's the sequel now, How I Met Your Father. Well, no, I had never heard of that till you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's actually filming next to iCarly, which I direct sometimes in L.A. And so I was like, really wanted to work on it because I thought it was going to be a lot like How I Met Your Mother. And I was like, begged for a job to direct it. I was like, I want to work on that so badly. But it's not. It's more like... To me, have you watched it? Yeah, I've watched a couple episodes. I like Did you it. like it? Yeah, but it's not like How I Met Your Mother. No, it's yeah. not as classically smart think... '90s driven. Like I feel like there's a nostalgia aspect to How I Met Your Mother. There's like they bring up music, they bring up, um, they do like they actually have don't they have Violent Femmes play at their wedding and stuff like, or at least the song. But like there's this aspect of it of what I grew up with. Like I feel like I grew up with those people. This feels like a younger and you're ten years younger than me, so this could be a younger generational thing. Because I mean. I think, yes, I think they do pull in more nostalgia and not to spoil it, but I'm pretty sure like Colby Smotlers makes an appearance later in the season. So I think there are some tie-ins. It just hasn't happened yet. But they do the opposite where in How I Met Your Mother, he's talking to the two kids, Bob Saget's voice, rest in peace. He is on, he's talking to the kids on the sofa, right? So you see what the kids look like. I think what they're doing, they have Kim Cattrall as the, as the, as the mother. Mm -hmm. And she, yeah, so she's narrating, but you're seeing her. You're not seeing the kids she's talking to. Uh-huh. And I want, I want to say it's like a video message. Like she's actually on FaceTime with them or something I think like so. And so she's talking to the camera, which you do in see itself the is awkward. It's a son, I don't right? think you do. Because I think what they want to do is keep it ambiguous as far as race and everything else goes about who these kids are going to be. Like uh-huh. if you know the kids, then you kind of can guess what the dad might look like perhaps. Because I, I always did that on How I Met Your Mother. I would look and be like... Do the kids look like her? Do the kids look like... I mean, he always dated white girls. You know, it was mm-hmm. sort of like, you know that there's not going to be like an interracial thing happening right. here. Yeah. But I feel like on this show, they have to keep it a little bit more, like, keep you guessing. Maybe oh, so. Interesting. But it also just felt a little bit more immature comedy. It didn't feel as smart to me. So, right, like they had the idea before they did any sort of the writing for it. And they actually, see. when I talked to them, they were very concerned about the Barney. I mean, and Barney's so funny, but so inappropriate. But he also gets his. I feel like in a way he always gets his in the show, right? He never, he doesn't really find love and he, do, you know, he's always kind of, they're always making fun of him. He's always told he's not the best friend and all these things. So I feel like they do kind of poke at him a little bit, but he, um, his character, they were like, you know, do you feel like you can play with that now? Can you have a character like Barney now? And I guess, I don't think you can. Some of the things he says and some of the things he does, there's certain episodes where you like, wouldn't be able to get away with that now, you yeah. know? And I don't know if it's because it was played, the character's played by a gay man, that it was like okay to be a womanizer in that way. I don't know <laughs> if that made, time. So made an excuse for oh, him. But yeah, God. yeah. But I, oh. but I was like, I don't know. I, I think it's I think the show definitely holds up, whether it's appropriate or not for today's audience. But um, I think that, uh, yeah, How I Met Your Father didn't hit for me yeah. at all. 
Man, but I want I'll when you when you watch it, you gotta, yeah, you call I me and tell be, me what you think. I, I've been thinking about rewatching those How I Met Your Your Mother. I like now I can't just watch the last episode. I'll have to watch it. No, you got to rewatch the two there. I don't know if you should do it. Yeah, you know I wish I wouldn't have done that with Dexter. I don't know if you watched oh, Dexter. I always wanted to. Yeah, the last the last one on Dexter wasn't. I shouldn't same. have watched it. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, the end of Roseanne? Over. I feel like it was the same thing with Roseanne. I never got that far with yeah. it. Yeah. I always liked it. They always, you know, uh, Mark and I were actually talking about this yesterday. The only one that, the only show that really wrapped up well was Seinfeld. Yeah. How would they just sort of like, they got off the subway train and they went, all right, see ya. And they walk away. And like, that's it. Like, Friends was a little too sappy. They're all like, they all put their keys down and they're all like hugging and looking around and crying. Like, I think Friends wrapped up the best. It did wrap up nicely. And I'm not. Seinfeld was like the it, most Seinfeld was hated perfect. ending of all time. <laughs> it was, it was no, very Game Seinfeld of Thrones. to do that. It, it was because it's like to be continued. Like their lives aren't ending just because we're not watching them anymore. You know, right. that's sort of the idea of it. Like it was a smart see you later. Ending. Yeah, I thought it was pretty br- for a show about nothing. I thought it was pretty brilliant. Are you paying down old credit card debt? A personal loan could be your solution. Loans usually come with fixed monthly payments, making them a simple way to help pay off your credit cards. Plus, loans usually have lower interest rates than credit cards do, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. That's right. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval, so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free won't affect your credit scores, and could save you money. Are you ready to apply? So head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. And support Credit Karma so they keep supporting what women binge. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Credit Karma, for being a great sponsor. What else are you into? Well, you know, I got to mention The Punisher. You guys watch that at all? It's kind of a guy's I've thing, got, maybe. I've got a comic book nerd for a husband. So. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first ones I kind of binged out on. You know, um, you know, I was trying to think back. I guess you yeah, have Breaking Bad was like mm-hmm. one, maybe one of the first ones I started binging out on. Seems like it's more of a recent development with uh, the way they make like series and things. Now. Well, they make yeah. you have to watch the net. Like they won't let you off without. They literally have an algorithm for it, I think, and, the, and then and then they have to like structure these shows where you sort of end in the middle of a show and like at the climax, as opposed to end at the end. You know, nothing gets wrapped up. It's like, and now, do you ever watch like Dead to Me? They did a great job of that. Like, everything's like, and then you're like, I gotta watch the next one. A cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I Yellowstone was kind of like that. Yeah. You know, Yellowstone, eighteen eighty three. I like those a lot. I'm a sucker for the old West stuff. Um. But and how much did you love Tim McGraw and Faith? I was talking about this. Uh, yeah. My goodness. Wow. What right. a great job. Do you, have you what run into gra- them in your career? No. no. I hope I get to at some point. Especially now with Tim that. Tim McGraw. My, I had no idea. I know. he's so He was in Friday Night Lights, too, right? The mm-hmm. movie, I think, version. And he's so good well, in that. He seems like the real deal on that he was horse. In, and oh, my thing. gosh. The blind no side, too. Wasn't he the dad in the, the blind side? The blind side, yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he was Sandra Bullock's husband. Yes. Yeah, he's really talented, but yeah. I didn't think Faith Hill. I just thought that was like, oh, that's convenient. So yeah. good. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, great job. That whole cast was really good, actually. Yeah. Because Yellowstone, I feel like some of the characters, I feel like the it's the writing's a little soapy. Right. Yep. But 1883 felt gritty. Yeah, and just the, all the horses and the oh wagons. God. You're and really outside. about horses. Yeah. You're like People really riding. Horses. Oh, yeah, they're the best. I, 
I did. A, I no, did I'm a horse. I'm afraid of them, kind of. But I, well, I did a horse movie last year, and all I did was try to get comfortable on it, look natural, and then I watched them. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have to hold on to the horn. Like I can't like go with a horse and keep my hands out like that girl does when she's racing oh, her next husband, and she's like racing with her arms out, like full speed. And she is doing with the it. animal, Melissa. I That's right. Not. I am not bond you know, with it. I'm not an animal lover, as we've. I mean, I have respect for animals, but I don't I need love to love animals. them all. Oh. I'm she's, only. Yeah, she's. Oh. I love animals. <laughs> it's, yeah. So what That's music, what is be. your, what's your like, what's your go-to playlist or oh, do you have like a pump up song before you go out? <laughs> not really. No. Not really. You know, um, I travel on a bus with our drummer and we're kind of the same vibe. Now our, the other three dudes travel on a bus and they definitely have pump up music. Like oh. you go there and there'd be like three different musics playing. So there's the chill bus. Yeah. Kind of like that's right. That's right. We just kind of chill, not essay and, and warm up, and it, it's more of a quiet thing. Is there an age difference, or you guys are all the same age? Everyone's the same age, okay. except Peanut, our bass player, is four years younger. And does anyone bring their families along on this, or no. everyone leaves the families behind? Is that like yeah, an agreement on the? Um, there's there's just not enough room yeah. to do it, and you know, if it was like the '70s back in the day, we probably would. But yeah. um, everyone's. Most everyone's kids are in school. Oh yeah, that like makes that. sense. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of, yeah. it's too hard. But um, they come out and meet us. You know, they were in Vegas. We were like in Vegas for like a week. So my family was there and um, trying to. Th- that'll just probably pop be by it for, for parts of the tour. Yeah. Will Cheryl well, ever come out? Just her or no? You know, we. It's so funny because uh, all of our friends who have kids and stuff, they'll like take off, and their kids will be at home with someone. We've never done that. No. And so it takes a she's minute especially to due for that. Yeah. Needs to go yeah. have a girl's it took weekend us, or something. I think it took us till our youngest was like seven to do that. No. It did not take me that long. He, you know what? We didn't let the youngest go. Actually, I think we did it before the youngest was born. Um, and then since he's been born, we haven't done it again. My mom took him, took the kids on vacation for four days and then we went away. Nice. And that was like the first time we got a little taste of blood and we were like, oh yeah, we got to do that <laughs> more. Yeah. We got to do that more. So we take every advantage. Like we're going to go to LA and just spend like two nights in our house out there. Just like... Doing nothing. No, well, and that's like a nice whole time working a but, little bit, working a little bit. We're doing some podcasts up there, but yeah, my kids, my parents did a really good job of modeling. Like, you got to take some time away every once yeah. in a while. It wasn't a constant thing by any means, but it was very much a. They prioritized their time, and they would come back to us, and it was great. And so that is definitely something that, as soon as my kids were old enough for me to feel comfortable, which was not very old, be like grandparents. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's Here right. Grandparents can be a very See wonderful thing. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so we're, you know, Shara's due for that. We're going to give her a, I, I think they're old enough now that I can handle them, that they can handle not having mom around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but we'll see. Maybe only for a few days. <laughs> oh, first. Be, I mean, yeah. My kids no. <laughs> trip over to like, uh, um, like this some- San Ysidro Ranch or something fun for like, just a small escape. Yeah, yeah. Mom needs it, but um, yeah. my kids. I mean, your kids will love it though. If my husband has them for the weekend, they're like, "Yes, it's gonna be awesome." If he leaves for a weekend, they're like, "What are we gonna do?" Uh. <laughs> See, now Mark's so used to having the kids that I'm like, when I when he has to leave, I'm like, "How do I feed them? What do I?" Uh, it's a lot of instant oatmeal. That's uh, that's how I am too. I'm like, how are we gonna eat? Like what instant oatmeal do? and bagels. Like here, you, and we're gonna order in. Oh, see, that's what my kids love though. They're like, Dad. He does this yeah. thing with them called progressive dinner. If you need some some dad ideas for what's that, he will put them in the car 
and he'll drive them to different restaurants or fast food, whatever they want, for each part of the meal. So oh, not like somewhere. each kid gets like Goldie gets Panda Express, Riker gets They Chick-fil-A. each get to pick one. Okay. So like, okay, we're going first for the appetizer. What do you want to do? And so if it's all fast food, they'll Gosh. be like, we're going to Sonic for French now fries. I had a progressive wow. party at my old house in L.A. Uh-huh. that you've been to. Um I had, there was a progressive party where we started at someone's house for drinks. We've gotten like one of those old like 60s limos where all the seats face forward. Oh, that's fun. It's like, a, it's more like a station wagon. We got one of these limos and we went like from a house with drinks to the house with appetizers to the house with dinner to the house with dessert. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that was really fun. We were dressed like Barbies. It was a Barbie party. Nice. That was really fun. I'll show you the picture. Well, Logan probably. doesn't get that intense with it, but the kids love that's it. Awesome. And it only ever happens a good idea. when I'm gone. So they're like, go, go. You gotta go. It's good. That's what you got to do. You got to come up with some fun. That's the night they get ice cream for. That's the time that yes. ice cream for breakfast. Or something. That's oh what I do. Gosh. That's my secret. I <laughs> take something like, fun for mom. We do ice cream for breakfast. That's a, usually <laughs> nice. the New Year's pr- tradition. Should we ask oh. him the uh, the standard questions? Are you ready for some yes. standard questions? Yeah, yeah. We I used think. to call them rapid prepare. fire, but it's well, never rapid I, fire. I didn't. Re- I didn't prepare, but I, I don't. I'm not good at preparing. That's <laughs> okay. You don't have to prepare. <laughs> They're just. Honest questions like what do you what is your favorite movie genre? Oh, uh, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like science fiction too, but um, I just always grew up with my my dad was really into comedies too. I, I ever since I was a kid. Well, so I did you like just, Fifty First Dates? Since you had I did. Song in there? I did. That's like one of my favorites, by the way. Yeah. Like I, that's one of those that comes on, and I will watch it every time from wherever it is in the movie. I will watch it. What's your favorite movie of all time? Oh boy, that's hard. You know, I I I I wouldn't be able to choose one. Um, I don't know why. I I really like Nacho Libre. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It doesn't ever get much attention, but it's I hilarious. love that movie. My kids yeah, love Jack Black. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a goof. The best. Um, what's your go-to app for like a flight or your bus ride? Um, you know, maybe not on a flight. I watch a lot of YouTube. Okay. Like we were talking uh, YouTube guitar players, uh, things yeah. like that, like a lot of music on there. But um, I So watch... you geek out about guitar even though it's your job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you can learn a lot from those guys. And it's something I really enjoy, like the tech side of it and the new gear and then also the, I mean, the learning about playing mostly. But um, Even though you've been doing it like your whole life. Yeah, you know, the longer you do it, the long, the more you realize you don't really know too much. I mean, especially here in Nashville, the like the best guitar players in the world are here. Oh, yeah. And so I, I was mentioned it the other night, but uh, a couple of the guys that I watch a lot are out of Nashville. You say they're studio musicians? Is that studio guys and they YouTube and things like that? Yeah, but yeah. They're just. Um, well, you can call a few out if you want to. Yeah. Well, my man Tom Bukovac, you know, he's great homeschooling, <laughs> and uh, R.J. Ronquillo, oh. guy I know from. I know him from Miami from. I used to spend a lot of time in Miami with uh, um, a while ago, and and so I met him there, and a lot of uh, great musicians from there. But uh, he's in Nashville now. Oh, cool! And so, but you know, I I like uh, I do stream. I usually put a bunch of stuff in in my iPad. Yeah, and I'll watch like uh, you guys know Letter Kenny. Oh yeah, yeah. Just love that. Show. That's a funny one. Wait, have you seen Afterlife with Ricky Gervais? I feel like this would be your jam. No, but my favorite YouTube guy, Tom Bukovac recommended that one. Oh yeah. You and gotta, so I was like, I got to get this going. Yeah. It's on my notes. If you'll like it. It's on my it's, list. Ah. If you like raunchy, raunchy comedy. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, if you like yeah. Nacho Libra, I think it's like, it's a little dark though. His wife has died and he is like, not sure he wants to keep living. So he's kind of living with whatever comes his way, but it's funny and dark. Nice. It's definitely like a, a, a little noir. 
Um, is there a TV villain that you love to hate? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm a sucker for Blacklist. Oh, yeah. You watch that at all? Oh, and so I don't know if um, yeah, I like um, that one. If he's a villain or not, but um, James Spader. Spader. Yeah. He's always a bad guy. He's always I feel a like bad James guy. Spader, yeah. wasn't he a bad guy in like Some people every... are just mid-John villains. Like less than zero. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got that face. These are the eyebrows or something. He looks something a little... Something about him is really... Mean. Yeah, he yeah. Does, he had, that's Naturally I think it's the eyebrows. That's why I think mean. it's like the eyebrows just put him in that place of like. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he's a good on that show, but no, he's a bad guy, I guess. He's but yeah, someone maybe, you love yeah. to hate. Yeah, like Beth on Yellowstone, I always say. Yeah. Um, do you <laughs> do you have a favorite workout song, or let's just say uh, favorite? I don't know. Driving mm-hmm. home to Nebraska song. You know, um, it is technically a workout song. I just find it funny, but our. Um, production manager, one of our managers, he's got this little, we call it a crank box and it's like a, it plays MP3s, uh-huh. but you have to crank it like this to get it to make noise. And then it has a speaker in it and he'll bust out this Arnold Schwarzenegger song from the eighties, maybe about <laughs> with, the uh, with the crank box. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, Oh, I'm going to flake the name of it, but that's a great workout song. It's, um, is he he sang on it? He sang on it. It's not oh, really. Boy. It's more him like saying uh, yodeling words like um, Pump Palace. Pump oh, Palace. No, no. Pump Palace. That's no, a funny name. Apparently, he's got a lot of songs. Oh, really? Yeah, th- it's a uh, oh. Like Dave, he's like I just imagine. David Hasselhoff. He's like the German. Like David Hasselhoff. It's, it's going, funny. Pump yeah. up the jam. <laughs> Pump it up. It's like that, yeah. <laughs> like your <Yeah>. feet up. <laughs> Um, is there a TV show that you gave up on? Um, technically, How I Met Your Mother. Well, yeah, uh, the, I guess the very I mean, end. You made it like what gave, seven, gave eight seasons, and then <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, Did you watch Only Murders in the Building. No, no, <gasps> no. Must watch. Also, oh, wow. The Great, by the way. And this is one you and Shara probably need to watch together because The Great is about Catherine the Great, but it's oh. it, it's called an occasionally true story. Oh, it's, oh, it's so funny, raunchy and. Ah, funny. If you like Righteous Gemstones, I think you'll. Yeah, like you'll like you'll like the yeah. great, like yeah. a lot. It's just called the Great. The Great. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. Right. There's two seasons. Jeez. It's so good. Um, and that one you will not give up on. Um, is there a book that you think everybody in their life should read once? Boy, are you a reader? Uh, I am, but I read some kind of out there things. Um, I, I really like this. This guy's name's Joseph Farrell, Doctor Joseph Farrell. And he writes, he's, he's he has a doctorate in patristics, hmm. which is, is the church fathers. Oh. So it's like, oh, in, like, oh, like okay. early, early church fathers and all that kind of stuff. And he's from, he's American, but he, it's from Oxford. So he's a very, that's like the smartest guy, but um, he's got a, a lot of books now. It must be at least 20 books. I've read all those and they're like. I don't know if you call it alternative history, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, takes on like, um, you know, the first book of his I read is called The Grid of the Gods. Oh. And that's basically it's talking about where the pyramids are located on the planet and relationships of this and that. But it, it's a lot of a lot of historical things. And like Illuminati? No. Uh, he does oh. talk about them. Yeah. You know, and the 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 history of them like Da Vinci Code kind of stuff yeah that kind of stuff and you know he's a a hardcore Christian scholar so he's got all that kind of stuff down and then um, everything to 
um, what's going on in the world modern. So he's got a website called Giza Death Star. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. But he, you know, the one thing he'll talk about is the, the Great Pyramid. And a lot of people study it and everything. And he has a hypothesis about the possibility that that was actually used as a weapon. And it, it sounds crazy just to say that. But um, when he when you get into it and learn about all these things and all the things, the way it's built and all this kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Oh, it's anyway, very so, interesting. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. What's the website? It's called Giza Death Star. Giza Death Star. And he does a lot of just more current events on there. But that's a um, wild name for a website. It is. It's funny. He's yeah. Yeah. He's like uh, he's got some really great books. But um, his his main one that if you were to read one first is called the Cosmic War. Okay. And so that would just talk about yeah. Yeah. It's pretty (laughs) up my alley. Makes it's pretty interesting. (laughs) Make some notes over there. Yeah. What about is there a show that you guys watch as a couple that like you can't watch without her while you're on the road or something or vice versa? Well, we did. uh, 1883 was like that. Yeah. Until we left, and that's the one. Like I mentioned that we got all the way up to the last episode and then I had to go out of town uh, and we were trying to watch it, trying to watch it. And then with the kids, it's like hit or miss at the end of the night. Yeah. If we're going to have the energy to watch a show. Yeah. 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 That's so hard. That like, you don't want to fall asleep during it. Yeah. I kind of have a feeling how it's going to go there in that last one there. But Oh, so you still haven't done it. I still haven't watched no, the last get, one. When's your there. tour done? Uh, Like in just under two weeks. Oh, okay. So she hasn't watched it yet either. So maybe we'll get to that. All right. So you you just got to hold out a little bit We mostly watch things together. You know, like when I'm out, like I just binge watched uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but I don't know how much she would be into that. Yeah. So you're trying to find things she wouldn't like. Are you not watching Bridgerton? What's wrong with you? Bridgerton? Uh, what is Bridgerton? So <laughs> what is Bridgerton? Okay, it I is. I love that you don't know what that is because I wouldn't expect uh, you to, actually. <laughs> it's it might it's probably for... I wonder if Sharon knows it. I think some guys I don't think it's her, her cup of tea either. It's, it's based in what, like the 1800s? Oh, it's whatever? like Melrose Place British fake phony Did you like Downton opera. Abbey? Uh, I never watched it, but I think Sharon might have watched Downton Abbey. Okay, I think it's totally different than Downton Abbey. No, but it's like that kind of feel. <laughs> it's pretty... It's everybody's in that, you know, it's Regency rid- dress. It's a little bit ridiculous. I hate to say it, but gorgeous. it's like, but like the draw, it's all about who you're going to marry. It's all about getting out in society. And yeah, each family has like their color and it's you wear yellow, your house and is yellow. sexy and colorful. Yeah. It is. It's, it's a little too sexy. Does Mark watch it? <laughs> no. <laughs> My husband Never. has watched it. I, think I wish he would watch the great with me, but he can't handle the language. Logan couldn't so. handle the fact that the story was not better. In Bridgerton? Yes. Yeah, the stories are pretty... Yeah, I, it I called wonder Bridgerton? If... It's, it's based on Emily's last name. And the thing ah. is, every um, every member of the Bridgerton family will have a series. Like, I guess there's a book for each family member. And so there's a there'll be a season for each family member. So it's about this one girl getting married off last season. Definitely. Now it's about the older brother finding his love. And so it's kind of like following each family member each season. Uh-huh. So if they get to keep going, there's like seven family members. So If you need a good, good mindless binge. Yes. Just if it's you want to see something amazing. pretty, Richard. it's beautiful. <laughs> You're probably That's not. Right. It's probably not your jam. I know Mark's over there <laughs> hamming it up. Um, do you have a favorite radio station? Uh, well, you know, I listen to Sirius XM. Yeah. Because um, I do commute down to our, our studio from where I live. And, you know, like, I'm a big fan of the band Fish. Oh, yeah. And so they have their own radio, radio station. Yeah, oh. I listen to Fish Radio. Um, I haven't programmed that in my presets. i got to do that. 
Yeah, I mean it's they have such you a like huge bands. catalog. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like. Do they have a bigger? Th- I mean, you guys have a bigger catalog though. I don't. I don't know. They, they, what they have is they re, every recorded every show has been recorded since their whole career basically, and then they just have so much content there, and they they do all you know the jams are different every time, so yeah. it's a huge thing of content. That's true. But, um, so I like that. I, I mean, I love reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, although the it's hard roots roots reggae and some of the the Apple ones pretty good the Apple um, radio yeah. yeah um and then you know I just like the I like playing my being in charge of it myself but something about driving and being able to put it on and let someone else choose the songs music you know i feel this is what i talk about with my kids all the time is like they have no attention span and i think part of it is because they don't have to watch commercials they don't have to sit and listen to the radio until that song comes on that they're waiting for and then push record on the you know tape deck deck, and try to record it so they can listen to it whenever they want otherwise they have to go to the store and buy it and then fast forward through the songs they don't want to hear for that one they want to hear you know but in doing all that in being able to kind of custom build their own playlists and, and their own television and you know not having to sit through commercials, they're losing patience, they're losing focus, and they don't ever have to experience things that they would maybe not discover if right. they just listen to the radio for five hours. You might discover a band you didn't hear or Absolutely. a song you didn't know. Or and, and a lot of songs, like uh, we were talking about Tool earlier, a lot of their songs, it's like the last 25% of the song where it's like the best part of the song, where it builds to this thing. And so... And radio doesn't want even want that anymore, it seems. Like, they don't like guitar solos and yeah. things like that anymore, right? They want to cut right to the chorus. and Yeah, unfortunately, it got to a point where they edit out, you know. The musician part. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I, I like the old um, classic rock and um, um, I forget what they call it, vinyl something, yes. channel oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. So like was what it vinyl lounge? Classic vinyl. Yeah, classic, classic vinyl. vinyl. So I like those. It's easy to get to there and... I listen to a lot of, um, you know, I'll listen to podcasts when I drive to. Oh, yeah? Sometimes. Which ones? Uh, I'm trying to think. Do you listen to What Women Binge? <laughs> I will now. Yes, oh, I thanks. will now. Yeah. We're pretty <laughs> interesting. I mean, we're kind of obnoxious, but we're Sometimes. cute, so it's okay. Yeah, it's right. You're so pretty. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Maria, we are in the South. I've learned to say that. Bless your heart. Bless we're your trying heart. to teach you how to use it in context. Passive aggressive. You say fixin' to do things here? Or is that I Texas? say fixin' to do things. Fixin' to do yeah. things. Or the most confusing one is, can you put that up? You have to, it like means clean up or put that away. Put that ah. But even if something's going down, you still say put it up. Ah. Like if the kid puts their toy in the toy bin, they're putting it up. Ah. I'm like, no. It's, our, it's, our sing, one of our singers, essay. Uh, his wife is from Tennessee. Oh, okay. And so he's got a lot of learned sayings from him. And then we've had some bus drivers from Tennessee. And so, like, uh, one that I use a lot is, wash this. Wash this, yeah. Wash this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you got to, I never knew was not a thing. Well, do you say, have your picture taken or right. have your picture made you say oh. have your picture made yeah, i, I love when, when i first came to an alabama football game and they were like can i have my picture made with you i'm like what does that mean someone's picture gonna paint made. our picture here instead of take yeah because yeah, we say take made for sure can i take a picture with you yeah i, I can't but think of all the other sure. ones because i am southern i know so it just I know. is natural I know. there's so me. many we'll go through them um but I'll, I'll make you a little cheat sheet but you have to remember if you like iced tea you have to ask for unsweet tea like yes. I make the mistake still of like now when I go somewhere else I ask for hot tea 
because here you have to ask for hot tea. Ah. And if you just say tea, you're going to get a sweet, sweet iced tea. tea. Yeah, I've experienced that too. So it, yep, it can yep. be you very say that confusing. like it's a bad thing. No, but it's very confusing because in other places that you say tea, delicious you get hot tea. Treat. <laughs> you get like a cup of hot tea. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a sweet tea kind of guy. I'm not really a sweet tea person either. So and I, so I mean, I grew up with it and I love it, but it's one of those things you have to quit. As like a young adult or you're going to pay for it. Oh, I would like come down <laughs> here with my in-laws and like have like a massive cup of sweet tea, get a big head, like jump around like crazy, right? Just like crazy amount of energy, crash on the couch, take a nap, wake up with a hangover and go get more because, <laughs> you know, if I get some more sweet tea, oh, I'll feel better. better. The, tea again. the surprise <laughs> sweet tea is the greatest though when you're a unsweet tea orderer and all of a sudden they accidentally give you a sweet tea. It's just like, I guess Jesus I gotta drink loves it. me so <laughs> No, it's Thank too much you. though sometimes. I got to <laughs> cut it. I got to cut it with unsweet. Um, is there a movie that you walked out of or maybe shut off? Oh, um, there's got to be, you know, um, I don't know if I've ever walked out of a movie. No. Have you ever gone to a movie by yourself? Um, I don't think I have. I don't, I don't think I have either. Oh, I never it's have. one of the greatest yeah. joys in life. It's still something on my bucket list of things to do. Like yeah. go to a movie go by yourself. Go to a movie by yourself. Get I the tried, popcorn. I was shooting a movie in Vancouver and I tried, but the makeup artist... Had never done it either, and we both decided to do it together. That, <laughs> and that was you, perfect. You stood over there. <laughs> yeah. You stood over here. So we actually went to the movies together. That didn't work out. Um, but you can't think of one? Or maybe like turned it, off and you're like, never, never going to watch that again. Boy. It would. Uh, you know, I'm. It, when you're sitting there at home, it's pretty easy to get through it. But um, I can't think of one where I was like, yeah, forget this. <laughs> I, I fall asleep. Yeah. But that's not that's, really intentionally turning. Yeah, that, 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 that just depends. That can just be a long day. Um, is there a book that you've read more than once? Um, I don't know. <laughs> there's not. You know, I, I have, uh, I love to read. You check things off the um, list. But yeah, there's more, always another one sitting there. Yeah. And um, so th- there are, you know, when you finish it, you're like, okay, this is, this would be good to read this again. Um. But nothing that com- really comes to mind. You might, when your kids go through high school and they're reading all those, cla- like I'm starting to read all the classics with my kids, like Outsiders and stuff like that. Like I'm hoping one of them gets Catching the Rye because I want to reread that. Yes. You might get to go through it with them because then you'll realize how quick those, well, they seem like torture back then. They're so long. It took Catcher forever. Catcher in the Rye still is. Catcher in the Rye is not long. Have you ever read Catcher in the Rye? I, I have not. Oh, it's so Oh, you would probably no, love I, it. There's a I, reason I it's now, torture in high school, and that's because it is torture. It is not. Have you read it? I'm going to go back and okay. read it. I think that's the only one I've actually read more than once because I did like it that much. Yeah. But it was still a long time ago. I was like, yeah, I know I would 234 pages. So, what? For somebody who just read, by the way, I'm in the middle of a book that you read that I, it's a 16 hour audio book and I'm only an hour two. Took me two days. Yeah. Then here she's complaining about 230 pages of a class. It's not, I'm not saying it's long. I'm saying it's a torturous 230 pages. Oh no, it's so good. Audiobooks are a little (laughs) bit easier sometimes. Yeah. I'm starting to get into those more just because I want to like complete it on the drive. Like at least I feel like I'm kind of multitasking. Yeah, no. like I don't have the time to sit down and read. Yeah, is Addie Larue nice. the one that Addie Larue is the one that I'm trying to get if through? You, 16 ah. you like kind of sci-fi? Do you like novels? I do. Okay, The Invisible Life of Addie Larue. Ah, it is oh, that so good. Ah. she. It's a little bit like Everlasting Tuck in a way, where she Tuck Everlasting. Tuck, oh my gosh, why do I always do that? Tuck <laughs> Everlasting. It's my son's name. I should remember. Comes first. Um, but it's like she basically makes a deal with the devil and and lives. Her, she can live as long as she wants, right? I think that's no, where she I'm lives. Going. For, she doesn't die. She doesn't. Well, Ooh. hey, I don't know. I don't know it's what happens at one. the end, but well, so far she's <laughs> she can live as long <laughs> as she wants. Is basically I what I got. Is there a show you watch with your kids? 
Like that you uh, like to watch with your kids. You know what? I, do you guys know Dude Perfect? No. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dude oh, Perfect. Oh, would love Dude Perfect. Yeah. What is that on? Oh, it's YouTube. Uh, it's YouTube channel. Yeah, they're like maybe one of the biggest YouTubers. Oh yeah, oh. they're huge. And I yeah. probably yeah. know it. They're the trick shot guys. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And they're so, doing arenas now. Yeah, like live shows. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, on have tour. them open for you guys on tour. Uh, we probably have to open for them. <laughs> they're huge because that's yeah. what YouTube has done. Yeah. Yeah, oh. We binge watched all those once the uh, COVID hit. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've been doing it for a long time. Are your kids into Mr. Beast too? Yeah, our oldest one. Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Beast. Do you know Mr. Beast? Oh, my kid is really into this. Um, is it cake show? Have you seen this? Mm-mm. They make things like it'll be like a steak in like a like a the, with the styrofoam and the saran wrap over it, and it's actually a cake. Ah. And you have to decide, is it cake or is it a steak okay. from the grocery store? I have seen that, actually. Yeah, and he's obsessed nice. with this whole, like, is it cake? May- you know what, though, the weird thing is? Now that I think about it, Tucker, when he was little, his favorite book was this cakes book. It was like a how-to-make-cakes book. So every birthday, he would pick out a cake, and I would have to make it. So it was a guitar one year. It was a a tire with a, a monster trucks on it. And I would make these cakes. And he carried that book around so much, I got so abused that I went on Amazon and bought, like, the last three they were like a penny each. And I bought them because I was like, he's going to destroy this book and I, he's, he can't live. He has to walk around with this book in his arms. And now that now it actually makes sense that he's obsessed with this cake show, I guess. That's great. Yeah. I, I love the cooking shows too. You do? Yeah. We used to watch um, Best Ever Food Review Show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We used to watch that. I haven't seen it since he came back to the United States. but Great British know. Bake Off. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, watch that I one. I love that one. I binge that one like crazy. Right? So good. Yeah. Um. So now we just have to be invasive and ask you how many unread emails you have on your phone. Oh, you know, that's so funny because I thought, oh, man, I got like 40. I'm going to be so good. It's not. <laughs> what are you up it, to? It's, it's more just like a, I don't even know what mine's at. I'm scared. I have 451. <gasps> that's not too bad. Not too I thought bad. you weren't that kind of guy, I, Tam. I, did, I did you too. empty I them? Did. In t- <laughs> I did. I, I went and looked at it and I was like, <laughs> let me see here. What? Oh, uh-oh. Uh oh, but I'll—I don't know if you do this too, but every so often I'll, um, you know how you can set it at least on this phone where it'll say um, unviewed emails or whatever it's oh, yeah. called, mm-hmm. and then you can just see those, and I'll go through and just be like, oh, what? Why is it not looked at? It? And I'll get rid of them. But um, there's always people on there that I'm like, oh my gosh, these people hate me because I forgot to respond <laughs> this to has them. Been years. Yeah, and it's not intentional, but. Yeah, no, like email even is not that, the way to I thought, get me. Oh, they only have like 40 in here, but yeah, 451. No, yeah, I always have to, I'm, yeah, I'm at 105 right now. If it gets over the 100 mark, I start to panic, and that's when I start to like I really pa- go through. I never panic. I know. This one had 92,000 when we first met. It resets wow. that like She's a recovering email list. 110,000 or whatever something. we want to call you. Yeah. Once you hit 110, it's I, like, okay. I, may, I think not, it's actually higher than that. I'm not exactly geez. sure. I've hit the reset before. Mm. And then last time she. We're, we're working she's on She's trying to change Working on some better behaviors. Wow. To wow. be more disciplined and more focused in our emailing. Jeez. One day she's going to love me for who I am. I love you for who you are. Well, We're that's opposites. who you are. It's okay. It's fine. So I'm, I'm at like 2,600 right now. Oh. Well, that's yeah. An that's... <laughs> Look at his reaction. <laughs> See? See? Just me. He's encouraging. Yeah. He's a little shocked. All right. We have a this with that. She's going to ask See, you I'm, Oh, yeah. Ha- what's your text? Well, my, I got two texts since I've been here. It was at zero. Oh. I'm at what eight. about your voicemails? Yeah. We've just discovered that this is a thing. Uh... It says thirty three, but I'm I, I, I'm surprised at Damn. that. It's you know. Is it the kids calling all the time? Like m- when we were at dinner last I'll, like, night, telemarketers. It's, it's my kids called me all night long. Yeah, 
I got so right, mad. So and one was like, are you going to buy me that thing you promised for me babysitting? And I was like, no, because my child called me all night long while we were out. And he was supposed to be babysitting. Right. Technically, yeah, it's a gray area. <laughs> I was like, there. that didn't, you didn't do the job. That wasn't, that wasn't the job description. <laughs> You're supposed to be a better babysitter than that. All right. You ready for some this or that? Okay. All right. Documentary or reality? Oh, uh, documentary. Comedy or tragedy? Comedy. Wordle or Sudoku? <laughs> Probably Sudoku. Oh, he's a numbers guy. Yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, both of those I enjoy, but um, I'm not that good at either of them. <laughs> Elvis or Beatles? Jeez, I have to go. Uh, it It's hard being in Tennessee not to say Elvis, but I guess I got to say Beatles because George Harrison. Oh, George Harrison, yes. Surf or turf? I guess surf. <laughs> Movies in the theater or at home? At home. I like going to the theater, but I, you know, I was telling you, I, I, I don't, it's been forever, years and years since I've been able to go to the theater. I do enjoy that experience, so, but yeah. yeah, home. Okay. This is the most controversial question of all of them. Pepsi or Coke? <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I would say Coke, but I don't, I don't, I don't ever drink soda. So I'm not really. There you go. So I would say neither, but um, but yeah, Coke. Yeah. Inside or outside? Uh, outside. Yeah. Weights or cardio? I'm a cardio guy. It's kind of the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. bounce around. I mean, I if I have one of those new deals in town, maybe I go get on the weights. Oh, if Mark's gym, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can, get one we're of those gonna up you, in Ohio. We're gonna get you doing some uh, some some good uh deadlifts and <laughs> get the, these oh thank going. you oh these things <laughs> these things the yeah. traps yeah traps there you go <gasps> traps he'll play and he'll be all like can't can't move his neck well these traps are so bulgy traps are so big <laughs> um well thank you for being here will you oh. leave a secret in our secret jar so we can think of a secret we're yeah. gonna dig through them at the end of the season like we did last time try and guess. try to guess who's is who right. you can throw us off we failed All miserably right. last time from so- what we know from what we know we we deciphered and got a few people told us which ones were theirs but we were way off i was gonna say how do you know if you're right or we don't not? okay and that's what's frustrating it's really <laughs> nice. frustrating i'm tempted to reach out to some people and be like i know i may text some people and be like which, which one's yours can you tell us yeah because we were because it if you get the wrong person too, we were coming up with all kinds of like slander. <laughs> well, wait, like, I mean, they gave us like, really good secrets. Well, one person said something like, "Yeah, he was married when we started dating or something." And we're like, "Whoa, uh, okay." So we know it's a female, but like, but there was also a lot of couples here, so it was like, "Oh." Well, and then oh. one guy was like, "He's had a hair you, transplant." Oh yeah. Well, we think it was a guy, but then if you have right, a, you don't know if you if you like, but then if you put that on the wrong person, and I was like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure." Ooh, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it was this person, and, and then it, somebody it's made not, out with like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Oh, someone made out with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, we couldn't guess that one either. Yeah, that's right. Oh. I yeah. know it's juicy. So you know, juicy, yes. so you got you got you know the I'm the, trying to think it's the so like much. the the limit is I mean you know the sky's the limit really for the secrets so you can well, you can the, go for it but we have we've had some uh, we've had some whoppers wow sure no yeah. pressure no pressure you I got know, you got a sound check to get I'm trying to think if I have uh, yeah I don't have very many secrets that I remember anyways Uh-oh. oh no yeah <laughs> oh well think I was think of something well come on. I mean even if it's something like maybe a tattoo that nobody knows you have or something. I mean, there's a few that we can see. Yeah. I guess. Guess we're gonna find out. And I have to say, well, you yeah. have like the nicest touch. Like I love well, that you're beautiful. Lotioned them up a little. No, better. I love that they're, it's they're like old. One design, though, really. It's yeah, he does it all freehand. 
He does. These that are old right too. This is from the '90s, so it how long did faded it take a lot. Wow. I never kept track, but you know, I mean, you'd probably do this oh, top thing. Is you know, you could, you could probably spend. Did you use your arm? Five hours on there or something. Oh you know, my leg is done, and he did. It's the whole leg. That's five five-hour sessions. So Ooh. 25 hours total to do that. That's a commitment. Not only that yeah. it's all over your body, but yeah, or yeah, like yeah, permanently on your body. Yeah, it's kind of by the fourth, fifth hour, you're just like, oh, geez. But, what did I do? <laughs> but now it's, yeah, it just, it's crept all over. And this one artist has done everything above. My back is done and my arms and everything. And he's done all that. Now, my friend who's a tattoo artist, his daughter did this when she was, I think, seven years old. Oh. It was her third tattoo. Is that a different color, the minty it's, green? It's light blue. It was, and it itched really bad, and I picked the scab, and so the oh, ink didn't stay as good. That's why it's darker It was my spots. own bad, but yeah, it was light blue. That's cool, though. She did a star, but yeah, she did a like a heart on her dad and a oh. ladybug on my friend Bob, who Bob Vessels, who does all this. And then, oh my gosh, really she was little. Oh, yeah. She's probably brilliant by now, huh? Yeah, I wonder how old. She's got to be... 30 years old or something, but I mean, it was a long time. It was like mid nineties when she did that. But that's kind of my favorite one. Yeah. Well, it's no, got a lot of personal. I got a, uh, um, what do you call it? Brass knuckles on my neck. And that's okay. kind of a friendship tattoo. I think of Angelo. That oh, reminds really? me of Angelo. Oh. Cause he, after I got that, I could tell he was like, I want to get that tattoo. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I like that. I want to get that. Is and that so what it's got like, you should started? get it. You should get one. It's a friendship tattoo. I have a taco over here that my friend who I was telling you about, who was uh, Taylor's drum tech, he's got, we both got the same tattoo. It's like a friendship tattoo. And so really the, cool. Did the, Angelo ever get the breast knuckles? He didn't. Okay. And so that was one I always, I always considered that's like a friendship tattoo. Yeah. 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 Very that's cool. Really great. You know, I love so that. It's a, it's a cool thing. Well, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having got, me. I know you got this a sound so show to no, go do. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks I, for being here. And come back anytime and bring your lovely wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she'd probably do better than me. <laughs> I think you did great. You did, yeah, I did all right. Fun. You had a yeah. lot of stuff to talk about, well, so yeah. it was awesome. Thank you for being here. Oh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Artificial for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.